everybody. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment. This is Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show. As you know, we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We need you to share these shows. We need you to share the shows of all my colleagues, whether it be Doug Hagman or Steve Quayle or Paul Preston or Mike Adams, no matter who it is, please share because we're facing a war of ignorance because the middle part of our population is being manipulated by the mainstream media and the downturn in the economy, not the fault of Donald Trump. And they're going to install Bolshevik Democratic leaders. And I mean Bolshevik in the true strictest sense of the term. And there will be purges, people. I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. I'm sure Steve will touch on this tonight. And our guest is Steve Quayle. But I'm warning you, folks, if we don't act to wake up our neighbors and we lose this election, and right now it looks like we're going to lose it, uh, I think all hell is going to break loose in this country. Anyway, we're going to address this with Steve, and we're also going to talk about the China problem that is growing exponentially bad by each day. But let me tell you, first of all, we have two groups that keep our show on the air here. Preparewithdave.com, that's our storable food company, 25-year shelf life, and you know food's going to be used as a weapon. Do not make the mistake of ignoring this need. You need at least two years of food is what the experts like Bob Griswold say, and you need seeds. We have a $100 sale off on the well, the four-week emergency pack, and people are buying multiple sets of this because the price is so good. Preparewithdave.com is the place to go. And if you have food, you need water, and we have the best water filtration. And you know that could be a problem, too, in a breakdown of society. You'll find water, but will it be drinkable water? Well, maybe not. So you want to be safe, protect your family, get a good water filtration system. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter is the best there is. The research for this is at waterwithdave.com. There's also a 40% off sale. So you got foodwithdave.com, or excuse me, preparewithdave.com for the food, and you've got waterwithdave.com for the water. And now we have Steve Quayle. And Steve, welcome to the show. And I, I never thought these times would be upon us this quickly. I'm still stunned every single day. Well, Dave, I can't, uh, I can't uh, say I'm stunned, and I'm not. And I, I know this sounds a little bit presumptuous, and I don't mean it to sound that way or come across this way. But for years and years and years, I've been warning about how the police would be turned against the American people, the American people would be turned against the police, and that the race wars that we're seeing coming that are leading to civil war that's being fomented by known communist agents such as George Soros by his own mouth, talked about the betrayal of literally millions of Jews into the hands of the Nazis. Uh, we're seeing now, Dave, the complete taking apart of not only our borders, language, and culture, but our history. And the fact that the American citizenry isn't out, and I'm saying this, up in arms is uh, preposterous to me. The idea that Democratic governors are calling for the overthrow of this country, that they're allowing lawlessness to go unchecked, that even the Secretary of Defense, and that's one of Trump's problems. You know, I made the statement one time, you can't drain the swamp when you bring all the swamp to the dinner table and none of them have been fed uh, to satisfy their appetite, and you're the only human at the table, and you've got creatures ready to devour you. Well, obviously, when the Secretary of Defense disarmed the National Guard and wouldn't leave, even let them have weapons, and you've got known agitators, and now, you know, the American people must understand, and seriously, you have been sold down the drain. You have been sold out. This is a Bolshevik revolution. It is the total undermining of everything that our culture stood for. And what's interesting, Dave, and, and again, I say this, people get mad at me when I talk about nations that forget God. People get mad at me when I say God is bringing his judgment on the land. 
people say, well, no, we're going to have a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The only time you get an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and revival is when people have a move of God on them. In other words, it's God that initiates it, not the wants and desires of people. But I believe we've been mind-controlled. We've been poisoned in our food, our air, and our water. We are absolutely now being uh, mind-controlled and prepped for the mark of the beast, which will be very problematic because people are already, uh, you're, you're seeing Bill Gates telling more Christian truth, or let's say it's not Christian truth, biblical truth, based on the book of Revelation than any hidden or occult spokesman in the history of the world. He's talking about you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade except you take the electronic tattoo, which will all, you know, you can argue over the word tattoo, but the digital ID, the nanobot, and Celeste has gone into, uh, Solomon has gone into great detail on that. And listen, when you see that there's more, how should I say this, biblical relevance coming out of the newspapers like the Sun and the Star, and I'm talking about those are literal British papers and the Daily Mail. They use Christian terms more than the Christians who abandon Christian terms to see they want to become uh, seeker-friendly churches. Well, here's the problem with that. God said friendship with the world is enmity with God. Now, that means if you want to be friends with the world, you're going to be at war with God. And, I, you know, we've watched it, Dave, over the years. You've talked about it, the Red Dawn invasion. We've talked about what's happened to our military. We've talked about all of the third column, the spies in America, you know, 7 million Chinese between uh, Mexico, Canada, and internally in the country. We've got now the situation that's becoming more problematic, where you're seeing and hearing rumors of China actually outfitting the uh, different gangs in this country, different groups in this country. They want total upheaval before they come in and take over. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't think that people understand this, that when a nation is vanquished, and that's a, that's a very important, when you get rid of all the symbols, you get rid of the history, you get rid, and now you know this, that some of the black uh, uh, terrorists and, and, and the revolutionaries want to take every, break every statue of Jesus. They want to take every religious icon down. Yet you see the black fist, the black power, you see the hammer and sickle. Dave, when we used to warn about a communist takeover uh, going on right before our eyes, you know people would just deny it, deny it, and deny it. When you see Saul Alinsky's uh, point by point by point of taking us down, you just did an, an article the other day about everything the communists were going to do, and you can just check off the boxes and they're all done. I don't think people understand the lateness of the hour. Now, when you talk about Bill Gates and you talk about the mark of the beast, I want people to understand this. There are Christian churches already telling everybody to take the vaccine. It's unproven. It's mutagenic. And the question I would ask every church is promoting vaccination. How do you know that the mutagenesis, that means the changing of the DNA, will not dehumanize to the point where you couldn't be saved? Now, there's an interesting point about that. Because in the mark of the beast, once people take it, and the argument is, does the beast, the Antichrist, have to be here? And is he here now waiting in the wings for World War III to happen? So let me share this. People can say, I don't believe that Bible prophecy stuff. You, can, you don't have to believe it, but you're going to be on the receiving end of the revolt, uh, uh, excuse me, of the results of the most perilous, tumultuous, dangerous, prophesied time in history and jesus said there's never been a time like it nor would be again except he shortened the days for the elect's sake there'd be no flesh left alive dave i don't think seriously five percent of the american people even care anymore 
maybe maybe I could stand to be corrected, and I'm I'm willing to. But brother, if three percent of the world's you know, let's say this, alphabet people that can, you know, get mad if you call a him, a her, a her, a him, and if you, you know, whatever they are, and I, I you know, look, here's the deal. If 3% can bring us to where we're at now, we will, we will bow our knees before conquerors, where we'll kiss their feet, where we'll prostrate, as that one police ship did before, but they won't do that before the living God. It's like, it's just like the Old Testament times. People will bow to Baal, but they will not bow in repentance before the God of heaven. And I'm telling you this, I, it's not going to turn around, Dave. They can call me a pessimist. They can call me whatever they want to call me. But it only gets worse from here. Go ahead, sir. Uh, the United States of Sodom and Gomorrah is what you're describing. Well, it's beyond Sodom and Gomorrah, because Sodom and Gomorrah you can relate to historically Tyre and Sidon, two of the other towns that were judged the same way, but most people forget about those. But listen, Jesus, I want people to understand, Jesus made the statement, there's never been a time like it. So what that means is you've got to take it out of the context. We, Of course, we can only liken it to this or liken it to that, you know. Jesus did the same thing when he said, as in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days leading up to the coming of the Son of Man. And the word lawlessness and corruption, Dave, corrupt. The whole world was corrupt before God. That means genetically corrupt. That means, and, and in essence, the whole genetic corruption of the human race is presented day in and day out with this new vaccine you've got to take for all of these, uh, what I call COVID-19 nervous breakdown. And you've got, the, you've got the makings of a biblical scenario playing out before the whole world's eyes, and the whole world will recognize it, and the majority, not all, but the majority of Christian churches will deny it. And so that's what I came up with my acronym, a dud, uh, deny unto death, you know, or dumb unto death. And so when, you know, when something's a dud, that's not a good thing. It means it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't fire. It doesn't do what it's designed to do. So the thing is, is that, unfortunately, people will not rise until... The times get worse because I got an email and I get them all the time. So do you. There are people that want us to go out and start World War III, like I can do it or you could do it. We don't even want to do it. But yet they're seeing all of the Black Lives Matter. And that's been, uh, by the way, that's been uh, superseded. I am the most outspoken guy, and I want to put this in your record. I have been speaking out for 25 years about that the time would come when professional provocateurs, assassins, and spec ops from different nations will come into America, get into the police departments, and then that they would begin to subvert from inside. Our mutual friend who you have on, now and then I told him that, and he just, he's finding it out in his own life. I think, you know, I don't know if he talked about it on your show, you know, but the point being is that now you've got a group of men and the police that are keeping, you know, criminals in check, they're quitting, whether New York goes on strike or whatever, and look at Chicago, and look at Minneapolis, and I want to share something with everybody. When Daniel Holdings interviewed me in the book Midnight Strikes, and that's based on all the things that, you know, I was showing 48 years ago in a vision of the future. The Lord Jesus told me I'd only be able to remember it as it was shortly to come to pass. On page 175, I said civil war would start in Minnesota and in Michigan. And here's the thing. I don't think people understand we are in the beginnings of a full-scale civil war. 
because people think if they turn off Dave Hodges, they turn off me, they get on the Internet and they look at our new headlines for the day, somehow during the night when they slept peacefully, every evil uh, intention stopped. It's not like the old westerns where you waited for daybreak for people to come and attack you. You can circle the wagons all you want, you know, but the wagons don't do any good, especially when they've got night vision and they're coming in to take you out at night. And most people simply do not understand the battlefield of the future, nor do they understand the weapons capability, nor do they understand the equipping of all of the spies, if you will, all of the uh, uh, Trojan forces, Trojan forces meaning the people who are hidden in plain sight, the people who have been in our country for 20 years, and, you know, preparing for this day. And this day is upon us. So uh, this is how serious it is. Now, you know, tell me, tell me, Dave, if I'm over-exaggerating anything, because, again, I can look on my website and see probably somewhere around 80,000 headlines in the last 10 years, you know, or more than that, uh, you know, that I posted because they clear, they get to a certain point and they clear. But in those headlines, the question is, has, has, have the headlines and all of you speaking, me speaking, all talk radio show hosts speaking, has it provoked our country to righteousness, to repentance, and to calling on the living God? Not even My close. answer to that is not even close. No. Has it stopped the senseless slaughter of babies being you know, mutilated six months after their birth, no anesthesia? For, for the whims and the, uh, you know, screwballs, and when I say screwballs, the demonic bloodlust of those who have sold their souls to Satan for power and influence on the planet hasn't stopped it a bit. And I don't think people understand that when a nation gets so deceived, war comes to its shores, and we've never had it before, but we're going to have it now, and then what's taken into captivity are the women. Most men, you better, you know, hope that ladies that are listening to this that and i told people years ago and this was told to me by intel agents that the chinese when they come and invade they know specific areas they're going because the army the military you know this that china's killed off its female babies for decades mm -hmm. and now that that the the to the victor go the spoils and all the women who have posted their intimate details or whatever they match those up with the soldiers you know and so I think Hollywood may find itself not in a scripting of their choice, but in the worst horror movie of the uh, Conqueror's choice, because it's not just going to be limited to Hollywood. And, you know, the horrific things that people have seen in Dreams and Visions, the late Henry Groover went into great detail on how it would play out when the Russians attack us, the Chinese attack us. And, Dave, right now, very soon, the American people, which were locked down for the time that they were locked down. We've got 46 million people uh, on unemployment. If each one of those uh, bread earners, or let's just say those people working, had one child, that's 69 million people. And now you start to see something. Wait a minute. What happens if you're two fam or two uh, children families, and now you're up to you know instead of 69 million, you're up to you know basically you're up to uh, 92 million. So the thing is, is that I think it's important that people understand this. If they want to be a spectator, and you made a statement at the beginning of this show that a lot of people who are listening to us this year won't be with us next year, and that's a true statement. I mean, nothing is assured except our walk with Jesus and our eternal place. And people say, ah, that's just all that Christian stuff. 
the smallest viral particle can take down the toughest warrior in the world. Go ahead. Well, I, what can I say? I can't improve on what you just said. And, and really, really what I'm finding, Steve, repetitively, is we're repeating the things now because they're happening that we were warning about five to seven years ago. Well, we're living in the now. I know. I, five yeah. to yeah, five, yeah, five to seven years ago, we told people what it would be like, and now we're telling people it is what we told you five to seven years ago. And I want to take on this issue right now because it's real. The issue that very soon—I don't know if it's 60 days or 90 days—your money, your silver—excuse me, not your silver, but your your change in your pockets automatically think of silver. But the coinage of the land, banks are being limited to uh, uh, pennies nickels dimes and quarters uh by the u.s treasury did you know that you, yeah in our discussion we've had yeah. earlier yes i did yes and that what that signals is a phasing out of the money and moving to the digital currency the globalists have called for correct and now let me just run through a, a litany of things that are coming okay i want people to put two words into their vocabulary abrupt and forced okay we are seeing the abrupt and forced end of the u.s currency that's going to be thrust upon us at some point by them stores and i don't know if you know this i, I told the story i think we started to do an interview and we got cut off by all the hassle and i think your listeners need to know even tonight that somebody was moving my cursor on my computer and we had to go back to the phone instead of a Skype interview because my cursor was moving in front of me. Someone didn't want this message to go out. I'm not making that up. I should have filmed it in real time with my uh, telephone. But the point being, or cell phone, the thing is is that we're now seeing the idea that everybody will be bankrupted overnight if they don't take precautions now. Okay, how can I say that? Stores may now elect to deny payment by paper, cash, or coins. Well, we're seeing this. It's not that there's not enough to go around. They don't want any coin of the realm, meaning, you know, whether they're made, in the old days it was made out of silver in the United States and gold, but they don't want any way for anyone to conduct commerce within their control grid without them knowing where it is, what it is, and who it is, okay? Banks have now been told that paper currency will also have strict limits shortly on what will be supplied to each bank weekly. The tests that we watched when the ATM machines went down, that was what that's all about. Now, listen to this. Both those issues that we're talking about, the denomination of coins that people will be able to get and the denomination or how much money they'll be able to get, is preparing the banks and people for the next major series of events, which will be, uh, there'll be a formal announcement of a starting date and ending date, which all currency, paper, and coins may be redeemed as digital cash in your bank account. And after the ending date, all currency, paper, and coinage will be deemed worthless and not backed by the U.S. government. Well, it's already worthless. What do you back it with? Oh, you back it with more printing and more paper. You know, it's funny because I get a lot of flack on having been in the precious metals business for 35 years, and, and gold and silver have withstood the test of time, and people would rather trust an IOU from the government that uh, denies the very living God than trust the very thing that the living God created for, you know, just measures and standards, equal measures. But that's another point. And listen to this. This is what really is important. 
if people grasp that in 60 days, what happens? The people on the street who work for day jobs, and well, used to have jobs, they have nothing to do. You're talking about the very situation that David Wilkerson was talking about when he saw New York City being on fire and literally hundreds of fires burning through the city. Look at the police being absolutely uh, hamstrung or their hands tied behind their back by the very governors that were elected and the very mayors, and now M-A-Y-O-R-S, uh, I would use mayors, M-A-R-E-S, and say horses rear ends, but, you know, that might be offensive. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care who I offend. Bottom line is, is this. The reason why people are starting to really think beyond their normal uh, constraints of what was comfortable is because everyone has this sense. You know, you talk to hundreds of people. I talk to hundreds of people. But there's that sense that there's something big waiting. And the something big is coming. And it's really important that, you know, if you understand that the U.S. dollar will crash in value, and it, it maybe, let's say they'll make it 10 for 1. You had 100,000 in the bank, you'll have 10,000. You had 10,000, you'll have 1,000. Or it may go to nothing. And here's the thing. Can you imagine what that's going to deal the blow? Because we've already cut off the food. The food, there's nothing in the pipeline. People can say, well, yeah, I can still go to a restaurant and order a burger, only for a short while. And is listen, the U.S. dollar is the primary global concern, uh, reserve currency. Now you've got Saudi Arabia taking oncoming missiles or incoming missiles, and secretly they're, they're going behind uh, the world's banks, and they're going to dump the dollar too. And so all foreign exchange market, which is Forex, F-O-R-E-X, that's going to crash. And so what, where is this leaving us, okay? And so anybody would challenge you, Dave, or me, let them explain how their challenge is even feasible or possible. Because what happens when you become a persona non grata, a PNG, meaning you have no standing, as in China, the social credit score, and you, you had whatever you had in digital currency, and oh, by the way, Mr. Quayle, oh, by the way, Mr. Hodges, you must take an oath of allegiance to the new ruler of the world. And if you don't, Mr. Hodges, Mr. Quayle, your taxes will not be accepted on your house, your mortgage, if you got one, you won't be able to pay. See, this is the thing. When the money fails in the book of Exodus, you know, uh, the point being is obviously God took the, the uh, you know, the, uh, excuse me, the, the Jews out of the whole, actually the Hebrews, out of the uh, Egyptian captivity into the promised land. But in the last chapters of Genesis, it was when the money failed that they left, too. And that's what, you know, that's when Joseph gave uh, the commandment to take his body out. He didn't want to stay buried in, in uh, Egypt. He wanted to go into the land of promise. That's how much faith Joseph had. So likening that to our contemporary day, Dave, when everything fails, what will people be left with? They'll be left with no choice, submit or die. And, you know, here's the thing. There really are a quarter of a million guillotines in the uh, United States alone. There really are 25,000 crematoria, the uh, ovens that are, dis you know, they are, uh, uh, what's the word I want? They're distributed, there we go, throughout the country. Guess what? They actually sync up and link up with where the guillotines are. A man I know basically made the statement because of his uh, his security clearance can go any place in the world, and, and no matter how top secret. Area 51, not a problem. Some of the most darkest and most 
secret uh, bases we have, he can go. When he went into a certain one in the Midwest, and it was in Indiana, uh, he asked the military guy in control of it, he said, who are all these guillotines for? And he said they were placed up, they were, you know, ready to go. And he said, sir, those are for those who won't recant their faith. Recant their faith. Serious. Before, yep, yep. Now, someone can say you're making, yeah, you. I'm not making that up, you know, mm. and uh, I can just share this with you. People say, well, I don't believe it. Of course you don't believe it. But, you, like I said, when people don't believe, no amount of evidence is enough because rather than deal with the, the emotional uh, capital it will take to come to the resolution that if they're getting ready to chop off all of our heads who won't comply, then what are we doing by complying now and letting them do that? You see what I'm saying? Well, and, most, and Dave, most people don't think beyond Friday, Steve. They're not going to see that. Right. Well, at least Robinson Crusoe had that uh, reason not to think beyond Friday. Uh, you know, my attempt at humor. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. You know, I got yeah, it. Yeah. Only Robinson. Yeah. Only Robinson Crusoe got anything, everything done by Friday. The thing is, is that now, Dave, we're at a a a preponderance of evidence. We're at the exclusive time in history that Jesus warned about. And I said on my show the other day, simply this. The problem is, I would guess, and, and somebody said, I don't believe that's a ra- Well, it doesn't matter. If 90% of the Christians believe the Word of God, we wouldn't be where we're at today. If you've got pastors saying submit to the authorities when they come in, you know, to take you to the FEMA camps, you've had Celeste Solomon. All you've got to do is, is take a tour down the future with Celeste, and I mean, seriously, she knows her stuff. She was in that world, and I've known her for 20 years, by the way. So the point is, is that we're in the process now of watching disintegration. And I, I told that story about my hourglass behind me that people used to see, you know, with my podcast. I tipped it over with the chair. Actually, I hit it. It fell on the ground. The top chamber that used to have all the sand that were the things that went before, that went in the bottom, obviously sands uh, uh, representing time, those were broken glass pieces all over my floor, and I swept up a lot of sand. And it was interesting because the bottom globe, Dave, was tilted to the left. And now all that remains in the globe, I had the understanding, it is the left. And the left, and when I say the left, those opposed to God, that they have their time remaining. But those who could have changed, we're out of time. And the mystery of time will be no more. But right now, you and I are in time. And we have to deal with the times at our hand. And this is why the Bible talks about this as the end times. Obviously, Hollywood changed it to the end of time. But if, if and this is what I say, I don't know, Lord, and you and I have talked about Red Dawn invasion. I made the statement when the Chinese paratroopers come, people will run out to greet them and think they're in a movie. The only problem is when they get shot, there's no reset button. Yeah, it's coming. It's There's... I get so much evidence from people. Let me give you the latest one I've got, Steve. I had um, a gentleman write to me, and he said he was um, at one time an interpreter for the Border Patrol. And the Mexican government actually invited he and his group uh, to come across, Border Patrol as well as DHS. And they went to a holding camp, and they had nothing there but Chinese nationals. And this was uh, five, six years ago. And the Mexicans basically look at him and says, what the heck is this? What are these guys trying to come into your country for? They really didn't know. 
and and he said that uh, this is common. Now, our our common friend, who works in federal law enforcement, has told me that uh, Chinese national apprehensions at the border are way up. Well, look at how many Chinese are being outed as spies in the technology sector. Yeah, you know, it, it's just astonishing to me. But here's what people have got to understand, Dave. And years ago, no one would believe this. I said, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why all the high-tech industries have moved to China is because they got basically the American population on their knees debt-wise. And instead of having 300 million people that they can charge uh, interest to, they now have 1.4 billion. Additionally, they can get away with developing China's social credit score system where everything is monitored, everything you think, do, and say, everything that you absolutely buy today, buy tomorrow, privilege will be an electronic ID number. It will have nothing to do with your ability to have any free choice. We've watched some of the most horrible and heard horrible reports coming from China of people being sealed in their homes during the COVID-19. By the way, the Chinese numbers are totally, totally way short, but you know, people don't even believe that. So, you know, that you can have satellite photos of massive amounts of cremated remains of human beings. A Christian snuck, you know, um, information out of China and at the, at the cost of many of their lives and talked about people being burned alive and Christians. And there's not even a, a you know, a posse on or a burp in the United States. And there isn't. So when, when all high tech went over there to basically China to develop everything they could do to monitor and bring under control. I want, I want people to understand this. You are already scheduled for extinction. And if you don't believe that, go even look at the Deagle report. Everybody has talked about it for years, but by 2025, the population of the United States is going to be down to 75 million. How do you kill off almost 300 million people? Well, you know, you do it, you do it very planned. You do it with great precision and planning. But also, viruses, pandemics, pandemics, and mandatory vaccination. Dave, I stick by my statement, shot in the arm, shot in the head, people end up dead. Or shot in the arm, shot in the head, people, they want you dead. So Bill Gates is talking about 14, 14 billion doses. Okay, what, if the first one doesn't get you, the second one will? Of why, the vaccine? Why, you know, why are they producing more than, uh, vaccines than there are people? Well, I think they they are going to use a binary approach. I think I just kind of I should have made it clear. The point is, is that they know that there's maybe going to be in any given population there are those that will develop immunity, and they'll still be they can still you know spread the disease, but they become asymptomatic. They don't show the disease. So my guess is the second one will be worse than the first one. They just make sure they get everybody. That's my, and that's the only reason. I mean, if anybody has a better idea than that, let me know. You could even make the case for the first seven billion being a primary agent, the second seven billion being a, a binary agent, and you add primary and binary, and you get the maximum amount of death. And you know, here's something that Jesus said that I think people lose track of: if he himself did not shorten the days, there'd be no flesh left alive. What he was telling you is a grand plan of the evil one. All humanity is to be destroyed. And when those who have yielded to Lucifer have taken their oath, their blood oath, they've had enough, the blood of children, the blood of the innocents, you know, down their throats, and 
done other horrible things that it wouldn't do any good to describe. The bottom line is, is that at the end of all that, then Lucifer turns on them and takes them out too. So, you know, the point being, Dave, is this, is that you cannot deny any longer that this is not the country of 10 years ago. You can't deny any longer, I can't deny any longer, we can't deny any longer that this is a country that was five years ago. No, we can't. It certainly cannot. Uh, Mike Adams and I were having a similar discussion to what you and I are doing now this morning on the phone. I'm interviewing Mike here in a couple of days. But he asked me a question, and so I'm going to redirect the question to you. Is there anything we can do to turn this around? No. And I'll tell you why. Prophecy... It, when when God speaks concerning a nation, there's a scripture that says when he speaks to, to build up, he builds up. When he speaks to tear down, he tears down. But people can individually be preparing their homes, their families, for the darkest times in history. And I think, Dave, who's going to do it? And really, when people say, well, that's really negative, I said, no, that's historically realistic. It's biblically prophetic. It will come to pass. Human nature hasn't changed. It can't change without the influence of a Redeemer. And the only Redeemer that rose from the dead is Jesus Christ. And so look at the hatred towards him. You know, look at, look at its statues. And after statues, it'll be people. And after people, listen, these are the destroyers of civilization. One only has to look at CERN and obviously the pagan deity that they have at CERN, you know, basically the cosmic uh, destruction. We're seeing, aren't we seeing chaos now through the land? And what is the new world order? It comes into practical control of the entire globe through chaos. Order out of chaos. They generate the chaos. They provide the order. Oh, by the way, it's called the new world order. And then there's a famous quote by, I, I, I don't know which one of the UN spokesmen said it, but he said, by consent or by conquest, no one will enter into the New World Order without a Luciferian initiation. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that quote? That was David Spangler, who was the eco-chief yeah. of the United Nations. So I'm not making that up, okay? And, you know, when, when George Bush Sr., who, you know, uh, his thousand points of light, what do he say that, 235 or 265 times? What people have got to understand, Lucifer's called the light bringer. He's not talking about a diamond mine in South Africa. He's talking about the thousand points of light. He's talking about when the celestial beings, we know them as fallen angels, and by the way, they're already on earth. They're already, uh, you know, interplaying and intermingling and controlling humanity. And this is why evil has built up and built up over the ages. God has held it back. But, you know, when people say to God, get out of our country, when the military says, we don't want you, when the Democrats say God has no place on our platform, and they have no place in his heaven. So the point is, and then you've got the rhinospinos and uh, what I call the jellyfishians. We're seeing the perversion in the highest places coming out. You're seeing people that preach being conservative, and then the, the, the you know, the gay... Uh, uh, escort services are outing some of the most powerful people in the Republican Party. Doesn't mean there aren't any in Democrats. And they're saying it's not because they're gay. We're gay. It's because they're hypocrites. Isn't that interesting? Jesus said a house divided against itself cannot stand. The United States is a divided house. It will not stand. 
So, and I would ask you, you asked me the question, how do you see it turning around? Do you see enough people that out in the streets that are protesting? Do you even see enough people that are standing? God bless the Idaho uh, uh, guys in, in Coeur d'Alene and other parts of Idaho. And seriously, they said, not in our town. God bless the Michigan militia. God bless those that are standing against this stuff. Because, Dave, what do you say to a person? And this is rhetorical. Uh, what do I say? What do I say to the hundreds of emails I get through a week? I've lost my job. Do anybody can help me? You know, and I'm going, God, uh, help me help them. But it's it's so tragic. Mothers taking care of three children because the husband ran off with you know the local honey, and she has no money. And I'm not trying to be funny. The point is, is that, but I, I have some amazing listeners, Dave, that says, Steve, I want to help somebody. And, and, you know, I believe this, that every time we help someone else, we ensure our future, because the Bible says this, he who gives to the poor lends to the Lord, and the Lord will repay. But, you know, Dave, nobody cares about the poor. And it's, 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 it's psycho, how do I say this, psycho devastation that the California homeless population, with how many billions of dollars could have been sp- or that were spent, and you still have probably one of the most uh, flagrant violations of sanitation and uh, oh, what, what's the word I want? Uh, segregation, not segregation. I don't mean that word, but where you put some isolation. There we go. Sanitation and isolation. Those are all human beings. When I see the veterans on the street, I cry. When I see the federal scumbags, we'll call those FSB, uh, you know, bake, making just jaded remarks and and look here's the deal who cares at the end of the day dave who cares who really cares who cares look what's happened to our country and very few people are rising up to stop it well that's what i'm saying who cares yeah nobody very few very yep. few okay Some that's, care. that's the question 10 percent 10 percent care that's what i would say i think i think you're you're really high by two times okay now, I'm not arguing with you, okay? So what I'm trying to say, if 3% cared, could not the 3% challenge the alphabet people? And the alphabet people are the ones that are tearing us down. The ones that the alphabet people are tearing down the statues. The alphabet people are saying, Jesus wasn't white. We'll tear down every statue of Jesus. That's what's going on. You know, they'll profane Jesus. They'll show Paris Jackson as a lesbian Jesus. Are you kidding me? And the churches are silent. Well, listen, not a tingling of a quarter, dime, or half dollar, or dollar bill will go into their plates. What are you going to do? Have a digital, your cell phone, you just click it on a, you know, when they take money. Listen, the churches, as you know them, are, are dying. What they will become is basically, I would guess, bingo parlors, because they cannot meet the needs of God's people, because they do not care about God's people. They only care about themselves. End of story. You don't build a $50 million building when you live in a town with maximum amount of homeless people. You can do a lot. And by the way, I don't believe in the social gospel. I believe in the supernatural gospel that lifts people and raises people out of any set of conditions in the world. And there's a difference. The supernatural gospel is the basis of the church that took on the world and turned it upside down. We have lost the narrative. We have lost control. 
everything is opposed to the Lord Jesus Christ, anything that's righteous, anything that's holy, anything that's faithful, anything that's true, and at some point they're coming for me and they're coming for you. Yeah, as I was told by Celeste, in great yep. in great detail, Steve, and I mean in tremendous detail. Um, I'm hearing, though, rumblings inside the Pentagon, and I've got to have a couple of conversations through some of my contacts with Pentagon people. Let, let me share with you a couple stories, and let's compare notes if you know. One is one, one person told me he's a colonel and reports to the joint one of the Joint Chiefs, and, and, I, and I asked him when I was allowed to speak with him, I said, is there anyone that's going to stand for Trump? Because I'm hearing Pentagon against Trump, Pentagon against Trump. And he goes, no, those are the ones that are allowed to speak by the mainstream media and by those in control because of the Emergency Powers Act. He said Trump probably has 70% support within the Pentagon. And he said the Joint Chiefs are owned by the military-industrial complex, so they can say whatever they want, but the purse strings are controlled by them. And he said they'll go the way that they're told to go by, by Raytheon and these other corporations. But he said, I carry a gun with me, a sidearm with me everywhere I go, and I have extra clips inside my uniform. And I said, well, explain why you do that. He said, because I expect one day, because I'm loyal to Trump, they're going to try to come and arrest me. And he said, someone's not walking out of that office alive. He said, it's going to be general versus general. And he told me, he said, this will carry over the battlefield. We'll have American units turning on American units. Absolutely true. Actually, I know a general, a four-star, that actually, you know, uh, I I laugh because we used to have talks about he and I both like SIGs, you know. And his motto was, when you're not, if you're not doing anything, you're cleaning your pistol. If you're not buying anything else, you're buying more magazines. And the the gentleman knew how to use his pistol. He's special ops. And, you know, when you're a four-star general in that world, you're probably pretty competent. But, see, Dave, I'm hearing the opposite. I'm hearing that 70% is against Trump. So somewhere in the middle, let's say it's 50-50, and I would believe it's 50-50 because that's how the country split, okay? Mm-hmm. But, again, I wanted to share something. When you see plane after plane, when you see our highest technology weapons of war failing and falling out of the sky, and they're not falling out of the sky, uh, something's knocking them out of the sky or bringing the Donald Cook, our most uh, famous and expensive missile cruiser, to a halt three different times. And you see the probing of the Russian bombers and Russian fighters, and you see the Chinese challenging in the South China Sea. And something I'll throw out there, I didn't know this until a scientist brought it to my attention, but I don't think most people know, and I did not know this, never heard it, and it just it clicked for me when I heard it. You know, hey, I may be slow, but I get it eventually. I don't think people understand that Kim Jong Un has a has a marvelous background in physics, scalar physics, and he himself is a nuclear physicist who studied in Switzerland under an assumed name. Did you ever know that? No, I never heard that. So when he's dealing with some of these people that are trying to negotiate an arms treaty. He's so far above them, and I thought, now I get it. There was always a missing link. The man, if he's understanding high, you know, and and my source is in that world of high-energy physics, if he's understanding that stuff, if he was trained in that, and oh, by the way, he's well aware of what's going on at CERN, having been there as a, uh, when he was younger, uh, you know, the, the point is, it makes me think, you know, what people think of North Korea 
would they it would astonish them if they knew again just his background in um you know nuclear physics and engineering and so his his weapons designing and his understanding of that is exemplary so he knows who to go to to buy what he needs to buy to get the job done i guess that's the end of the story so now we've got a situation where north korea and south korea we've got china and india we've got pakistan the nuclear uh if you will the nuclear mcdonald's where you could get anything you want uh if you could pay the price in pakistan they would they flooded the world with nuclear weapons there's so many nuclear weapons out there and primarily even the point of backpack nukes or, you know, uh, suitcase nukes. And the thing that's fascinating to me is right now, there's a whole lot of people concerned about a half a dozen of those that are in the country. Are you hearing that? Uh, specifically what? Concerned about? That there, that the there are suitcase nukes? nuclear devices. Yep. Well, I've, heard that as, the, I've heard that as an ongoing threat. But yep. what I also know, too, is there are massive weapons caches coming into the country, and they're of unknown uh, uh, material. In other words, we, we get the scuttlebutt through communications that weapons are being moved, but we don't know what kind of weapons. Well, I can tell you this. The people that tell me tell me the kind of weapons, and they're everything from heavy machine guns to surface-to-air missiles, the equivalent of the Chinese stingers. Uh, and how about this? Has, has, if anybody's ever watched any of the narco-terrorist gangs, the point is is they, they can buy whatever weapons they want, and there are people that will sell you anything that they have or that they'll steal for you if you're willing to pay. Seriously. Now, yeah. people say, well, how do, you, how do you know that? Well, listen, I actually, I actually was going to put out a book years ago, and I got stopped in a funny story, but it was called Suitcase or Lucifer's Luggage. Suitcase nukes in America, and people would deny it. The FBI would take out, uh, uh, you know, experts to say, you know, basically Quayle's crazy. Well, Kurt Weldon of the Weldon Committee brought people in, and they described them in detail how they were built and everything. And you know, the the point being is the strategically placed suitcase nukes, and they had to be kept up, you know, annually and everything else. But the point is, is that they're here. So. You know, imagine this. Imagine a simultaneous nuclear detonation in Washington, D.C. and New York. Also, you saw the story, you know, Nashville supposedly is one of Iran's targets. Uh, there's a couple of West Coast cities. It was reported that uh, two devices came into oh, the state of Washington, that two devices came into Northern California. And if people can't understand that there is no eyes on. The United States relies pretty much on signal intelligence and electronic intelligence. In other words, remote sensing satellites and everything else. But their human intelligence was ruled to be outdated. That's why the Russians have such an effective, effective espionage game, and also their intelligence is second to none. Look, I'm not praising them. I'm just saying that they understand that a person can always see. Here's a great statement. A person can always see what the most expensive satellite may miss, okay? And so the point is the more human eyes you have, and, and Facebook, let me just say this, Faces of Death book, Facebook and even all the electronic apps uh, for people in the military that have these running apps, you know, that would check their heartbeat and everything, they go into the cloud. The point being is, is that a lot of the secret bases were discovered because of that. So... So, again, what's fascinating to me is we are our own worst enemies 
because we seek creature comfort and we seek non-involvement at all costs. Well, well, what can I say? I mean, we. this is why we're going to lose to the Chinese in my estimation, too. It's about psychology. When we flip the light switch on, we go ballistic when it doesn't work. The Chinese will work in the dark. They have long-term yep. goals. We have short-term goals. They have patients that are generational and beyond. We have patients that last 10 minutes, at the most, five days. That's that's well, the American yep. psychology. We do business reports and quarterly reports. The Chinese look at five-year plans. Or 50-year plans. Long-term, yeah, I agree. So the psychology is different. And what the Chinese have done, they systematically have worn us down. We just had 54 people from the NIH lose their jobs because of their financial ties to China. So whose side are they really on? And Fauci and Burks are the same with Bill Gates. And Bill Gates is tied into the concept of having China become the world policeman. So Gates and uh, and, and Fauci and Burks, they're traitors. They are absolute traitors Absolutely. to the republic. Absolutely. But treason is in season, and we've lost all our reason. I know I sound like I'm trying to rhyme. I'm not. Come on. You had the greatest act of treachery and treason in trying to overthrow a sitting president. You had it from all aspects of the intelligence people, the State Department. You had it from the law enforcement, federal law enforcement. You have it from FEMA. You have it from DHS. And Obama stacked the deck against him and, in my opinion, has been orchestrating it from behind the scenes. You now have been betrayed. American, when I say you, I'm talking us for the American people. We've been betrayed by the Supreme Court. We've been betrayed by the federal district courts and, and the appellate courts. And, and now there is, what does, where does a person look for justice? Now, here's what I want people to understand. The biblical term for lawlessness is the mystery of iniquity. And guess who is called the, the, the man of iniquity? It's called the Antichrist. And ladies and gentlemen, we are now seeing the world situation coming into such biblical focus. It's not, you know, well, in 20 years, you guys all went to the mountains waiting for Jesus to come in the 1800s. No, I didn't. And not everybody did. But it's about what we have to go through until Jesus comes. And therein lies the, I guess you'd say, the stress, the tension, and the all-out war between people that believe that they don't need to get involved because Jesus is coming back in a pre-tribulation rapture. Seriously. And then you have the people saying, now you better get ready to go through it, and then there's war there. There's war between those who believe in a social gospel and those who believe in a supernatural gospel. Dave, 25 years ago I said this, the people who are Laodicean or lukewarm will demand will demand the state kills off the people that are on fire for Jesus who are genuinely walking the supernatural because there will be there will be conviction in other words their consciences will be pricked as or what's left of their consciences as the people of God move in the faith and power and and God doesn't just check out and say I'm done I'm washing my hands no what's left is the remnant that's the remainder and it's at times like this, I guess, when characters of men and women are showing one way or the other, look, I'm the last guy that wants civil war. I was on Art Bell's show 25 years ago when he was alive. And he, we were talking, I said, we're going to have a civil war. And he basically said, well, I sure hope not. I, I think that's pretty far out. He said, 
wait and see. Well, he's gone into eternity, and he didn't get to see. And I'm not saying whoopee for me. I'm just saying, look, we are at war. I think Thomas Chittam wrote a book called The Coming, the Second Civil, the Coming Second Civil War. But there are people that have been warning and warning and warning. But now it's here. Dave, did you ever think that you would see police standing down and complete riots? And the, the stories now are horror stories. And you know this, they're saying to white people, and this isn't a white or black issue. This is a Satan issue. A house divided against itself can't stand. And I, I praise God, the black community that's following Jesus is speaking out louder against what's going on than the white people are living with white guilt. I know. You know? Well, yeah, Muhammad Ali's son came out yes. and called BLM racist, and he said uh, Muhammad would vote for Trump. Yep, and I call it, you know, BSM, and it's, uh, you know, the last word is madness, and I won't tell you what the first two is. You can probably figure that out. But, you know, the thing is, is madness. And, and even there's a curse in the Bible when, when men go in open rebellion against God. You know, if people, it was said that Nimrod was so hateful, the mighty hunter before the Lord who was trying to build, uh, you know, the, this, the gate to the gods, Babylon, the infamous ziggurat. It was said he was at such fury to God that he took out his bow and he was a mighty hunter. He was also being genetically transformed into a gibberine, G-I-B-B-O-R-H-I-M, and he literally shot an arrow into the sky to defy God. You know, that kind of hatred now is going to carry over. And I tell people, if you've ever had your first love or your first heart broken and you had a picture of your girlfriend or she had a picture of you, in the old days they used to tear up pictures of each other and stomp them on the ground. Nowadays they just, what, defriend you or de... Whatever, what's it called when you're engaged and they break the engagement through a text? Hi, I'm done with you. I don't love you anymore. I'm and not, then people, I, I don't know because I'm not in that generation. Yeah, but I, I'm told, listen, Dave, you're not in it. I'm not in it. But here's the deal. I may be, some guy called me a dinosaur. I said, yeah, well, I still know how to have cool sunglasses and run fast cars. In other words, all dinosaurs may be older than the people calling us dinosaurs, but we get around, to quote the Beach Boys song, and we also see things from the eyes of uh, perspective and history. Remember, you're an educator. The divorcing of anyone from their history and then the supplanting of real history with artificial history, that's what we've got. We've got a nation of historically deprived, now depraved individuals that will settle for groupthink over individual think, and it's called the madness of crowds. The I totally agree. Well, Steve, we're just about out of time, and I wanted to just take a second here to remind everybody about your video on demand for the Gen 6 conference, which I've seen, and it's fantastic. But don't take my word for it. It's getting rave reviews, and you've mentioned uh, Celeste, and I mentioned Mike Adams, and you were on it, and uh, Daniel Holdings also came up in this interview. I've interviewed Daniel, and he was on it. Uh, it's a fantastic group uh, of presenters. And it really prepares people to understand the time we're living in. Video on demand, stevequail.com. It's in the upper right-hand corner. And, Steve, you're going you're gonna to keep that available. Am I right? Yes, I am. And people can go on Gen6, G-E-N-S-I-X.com, too, mm -hmm. and order either video on demand or the DVDs. And, Dave, the DVDs came in. They're out. You know, everybody's happy. Yep. And, seriously, I got the, the feedback was, and you've been there a couple times, so you know, well, I, you know, I wish we could have all had the time to meet, but 
given the lateness of the hour, the lockdowns, the shutdowns, and the shutoffs, it was interesting to see how I believe it was an active miracle that God pulled it off. And people, literally, I'm not making this up, 10 to 1 people preferred the virtual conference to the real one. Number one, they saved a lot of money. Number two, they didn't have to, uh, you know, they didn't have to get up early. They could watch whatever they wanted to watch. Now, when it was streamed, it was streamed in real time. But what you're talking about, Vimeo, they can go download whatever, exactly. you know, once they sign up. So anyway, thank you so much for helping us to, yeah. you know, make that available. gen we'll, we'll keep that up. And Steve, I'm just going to pose this as a parting thought here. You posed a lot of problems tonight. I'm going to come after you soon, and you've got to do a show on um, solutions, what people Simple. need to be doing. But anyway, we've got yep. to run because we're right up against it. See, thank you so much for joining us. Very informative. We'll have this out soon, folks, uh, all across our domains, whether it's uh, our megaphone platform, that's our podcast, which goes to iTunes and all the regular suspects, all the networks we're on, as well as the website. Uh, and Steve, I'm sure, will carry it too. Steve, thank you so much. This was a sure delight. Thank you, Dave. Take care.